Good day and welcome to the Business Report, the Market Watch uh, section, where I have lined up for us quite a few economists that I will be speak, speaking to every week. And this uh, today, I've got the privilege of speaking to Theo Klein. He is uh, no stranger to the Business Report and has spoken to us many times in the past. Um, Theo is doing uh, quite a bit of research on the various countries in Africa and their economies. So Theo is going to share with us some thoughts today. Uh, welcome, Theo, and thanks for, for speaking to us. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Great to be back. <laughs> uh, good. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to touch on, or you're going to share with us some thoughts on how the inflation of our neighboring countries in Africa and the cost of living in those countries actually also impacts Namibian businesses, Namibian consumers, you will be touching on the impact of oil on, on, uh, um, and, and not only on the impact that it has on our neighboring countries, but then obviously also Namibia being very hot in, in the news on that. And then Theo yes. is also going to touch on some climate thoughts and rainfall. So Theo, with that, over to you. Okay, thanks, Michelle. So um, Namibia has actually been recording very low inflation rates if we compare it to the rest of Africa, where many other countries um, still sit with inflation above 40%, for example. Um, so, But certainly this has all been driven by external factors outside of Africa. But one way in which it can influence Namibian inflation is the fact that Namibia has increased its trade with other African countries significantly in the last couple of years. And it's mainly also been as we, uh, in the food product space. So I think it definitely can impact on our food price inflation, which obviously is a crucial basic necessity. And, um, it, you know, funny enough, African uh, harvests can also impact global prices. So with West African countries like Ghana, Cameroon and Ivory Coast, they are they account for 70% of the world's cocoa production. And we see now that cocoa prices are at a 46-year high in uh, dollar terms globally. And this is mainly as a result of excessive rain that's delaying cocoa uh, harvests in, the, in West African uh, countries. And then also uh, countries like Ghana are battling with various bacteria that's also destroying their cocoa uh, crops. So, you know, that will definitely lead to higher baking product prices for Namibians and also, you know, uh, sweets or chocolates, you know, anything that has to do with cocoa. Those prices will automatically be much higher for Namibians uh, given the weak harvests that we see in, in West Africa. Um, interestingly, with the weather as well, so El Nino brings droughts in Southern Africa, as we well know, but it brings excessive rains in East Africa. And we've already seen droughts in uh, Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, uh, Ethiopia, destroying uh, a lot of crops there. And it will also lead to higher food prices in that region as well. So any uh, sort of agricultural trade with those countries will automatically um, have to be sourced elsewhere for Namibia. And that makes us more vulnerable to global food prices as well. And then there, obviously, the weak rand exchange rate will also um, add to pr food price pressures in Namibia for the year that lies ahead. The other interesting thing um, about rainfall, Michelle, is that there are quite a lot of uh, African countries where that, that are very high 
dependent on hydroelectric power. So um, for, of the locally generated um, power, over 70% comes from hydroelectricity in Mozambique, Namibia, Lesotho, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. And um, we do know that uh, other countries like Cameroon is also busy building a big hydropower station that will produce 30% of their electricity. Tanzania is sitting at about 45% of their electricity that comes from hydropower uh, power plants. So the region as a whole is highly vulnerable and dependent on hydropower plants. And obviously with El Nino, that you now brings droughts in Southern Africa. Obviously, the electricity that Namibia or rather Nampower buys from Zambia and Zimbabwe becomes at risk as well. So that's mm. definitely something um, that we'll need to monitor because lower rainfall is not just bad for food price inflation, but actually ultimately for higher electricity prices in Namibia as well because of um, the hydropower that we buy from Zimbabwe and Zambia and buying less mm. coal uh, power from South Africa. So um, the outlook there is that dry conditions are expected um, in the next couple of months in Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, and Madagascar. Big deficits are forecasted for Malawi and Zambia. And uh, therefore, rains in February and March that are very important for harvests uh, will be important to watch also for food prices, but for electricity prices as well, as I've said. So. I do think we can see a double-digit increase in electricity tariffs from Nampower this year. That's also because of the under-recoveries that they have incurred in previous years. Um, so you, if I'm going to quickly, at, if yes. I may quickly just interrupt you there. So you started off by saying that our trade uh, with uh, with our neighboring countries have increased. So in other words, where we normally would have uh, um, imported from from non-African countries, it's now changed. So obviously now we are more prone or, or impacted by these events that affect our neighboring countries. Where did we normally um, then import from, you know? So is, is there then a way to, if, if one would want to fight these impacts, then again import from other places or is that not really an option? So um, from the data that we looked at uh, some uh, last year sometime, Michelle, we've seen that Look, our imports are still dominated by South Africa mm. because of South African franchises that dominate Namibia's retail industry. But, um, so we've increased our exports um, more towards other African countries and less mm. to um, less to Europe and the US, for example. Mm. Um, and um, so, but with that's regarding exports, so more to mm. African countries, but then imports. Um, it's still probably mainly dominated by South Africa and China. Mm. Okay, yeah. sorry. Thanks. Yeah, no, no, no problem. So in that case, we are still um, negatively impacted because if we can't export as much to other African countries, we need to now try, try selling more to uh, maybe Europe or somewhere else. And it's typically dif more difficult to get into those markets than in mm. um, uh, than African markets because of standards and so forth. Yeah, so, so um, you're painting a picture of uh, of increasing cost of living in Namibia. So, I mean, I, I'm sure you will get to it, but I think there was an expectation that we are peaking and hence also a, a more positive impact on, on the interest rates. But maybe just if you can touch on that as well. Yeah, we so I think, 
Yeah, I, I still think um, we've likely peaked last year, Michelle. Uh, I still see inflation coming in much lower this year. So last year's average uh, was 5.9% and we are forecasting 4.8% for this year. Um, I think uh, high base effects definitely play a role, um, especially with food prices. We've seen strong double-digit increases in a lot of food product uh, prices last year. But so I think that high base effect will then also help us this year. Um, and what that means is that prices will still increase this year, but the pace at or the speed at which they increase will just slow down. Despite um, these um, electricity increases, etc. Yes, um, I think it. nothing comes without risk. So I think we still see the base effect um, mm -hmm. playing a role. And... Um, we do see deflationary pressures, um, especially with commodity prices. So that should then also help lower import prices of equipment and machinery. And then also, um, you know, furniture, for example, um, anything uh, that's made from commodities. So we do see a normalization in commodity prices, which is bad for the mining sector's exports, mm. but it's good for um, consumers with regards to inflation. Yes. Uh, so... I think those are the balancing forces that we are looking at, um, Michelle. And mm. to that extent, um, I still see inflation more on a downward trend. On a downward and, trend, okay. Yeah. So I think maybe if I can touch on the oil. Um, so we do actually expect fuel price hikes to take place in Namibia this year. Um, but that's mainly because of a weaker rand exchange rate. Um, we are forecasting the RAND, uh, yeah, the RAND US dollar exchange rate to average about 1880 this year compared to 1860 of last year. So not significantly weaker. So I think if we do see fuel price hikes, it won't be major or significant increases. Yeah. So I think that's also another balancing act of, yes, fuel prices might increase, but it won't be um, as significant. So... That's why I think overall inflation could definitely still move lower for the year that lies ahead. Okay. Well, um, I'm hearing the, uh, some, some good news in there as well. Theo, unfortunately, that's all that we will have time for today. But thank you so much for, for speaking to us. Uh, it seems like it's, it's, it's the general consensus that we, that we are at the peak. So let's see what happens. And, and thanks for talking to us, Theo. No problem. Thanks for having me, Michelle.